It's not a big truck. It's, it's a series of tubes. Across the country and around the world. Enormous amounts of material. This is TalkZone.com. Welcome back to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber. If you'd like to give us a call for a reading, 1-800-336-2225. We're talking today about the Dalai Lama's instructions for life. They're really good. Mm-hmm. The next one is, learn the rules so you know how to break them properly. You know, we don't advocate uh, rebel and irresponsibility. I mean, that's the last thing we advocate. At the same time, you know, we need to be thinking people, and sometimes you need to do something. You know, here's a good example. Do you remember the the perfect hug that went around the internet? There was there was a rule in this nursery. The um, yeah, right. This is the perfect story for this. There was a um, these twins that were born, and they were the one was having a really really hard time. And it was a preemie nursery, and the rules were that no two preemies were supposed to share an incubator together. They were supposed to stay separate. Well, there's this nurse that just kidding, kept getting bugged and bugged and bugged that if she were to put them together, the one would stabilize. And I mean, the one was literally having enough trouble that she was like on the verge of dying. Yeah. They simply didn't think that she was going to last any further. And so finally, what ended up happening is she broke the rules. She went ahead and put the two together against the rules, and within seconds, the 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 baby that was more well put the his arm or her Little arm teeny infant arm around the one that was more sick, and within seconds, the the sick one stabilized, got well, and within days went home. Simply they needed, you know, they were, they were connected. There was a reason that they were born twins. They were really connected. So this is like one of those places where she broke the rules and it saved somebody's life. This means that we need to not just be collapsing into rules, but again, we have to be thinking people, intuitive people, and trying to follow wisdom sometimes instead of rules. You know, a lot of times those who are just really, really rebels, a lot of times it comes from being the rubble of a dysfunctional life and or dysfunctional thinking. <laughs> that's really so true. So that's your side of being a rebel because if you're constructive and responsible, you'll try to help even if you don't like who's leading the way or whatever and you have good cause to not totally support them. You will find solutions instead of just being this rebel who is uh, cocky and even destructive and condescending. You know, it's easy to criticize. It's easy to condescend. It's easy to condemn. It's really hard to make something work that doesn't work. And if you got your, your gumption together and some quality, you can step out of rebel into, okay, we're going to solve the problem because rebel is causing more problem. It's part of the problem. You want to get out of rebel and have some self-respect, and you don't get much self-respect with rebel, not the clean self-respect. You must step forward into problem-solving. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, Fridays, Saturdays, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. If you'd like to call in for a reading, give us a call tonight, 1-800-336-2225. 
Here's the next one. The Dalai Lama's instructions for life. Don't let a little dispute injure a great friendship. You know, sometimes these little disputes that injure great friendship uh, boil down to ego. Our ego's been bruised, and we just aren't willing to let it go no matter what. We were um, watching an old movie the other day, The Gods Must Be Crazy Number 2. And and there was the um uh the badger that would not let go of the guy's boot. And once it you know, once it feels like it's been assaulted inappropriately, it just will not give up fighting so no matter let's say what. A badger comes after you and you shoot away with your shoe, then the badger can't let go of getting revenge on the shoe. So you almost have to take your shoe off if you don't want the you know, just to be badgered for the rest of your life kind of thing. You know, it just struck me about how some people are like that with their ego. It's like they just can't let go of you did me wrong. And they just, you know, I will be, you know, it, the the statement, I will never forgive you. I'm going to be mad at you the rest of my life. You know, Get over it. Marriage requires, you know, long-lasting, very enriched marriages require the maturity to let the little things go and believe me you're in each other's faces every day you got a lot of little things to let go and then it smooths out and then you get okay that that person's different and you know what i have found that other people's idea of love or respect or good-hearted isn't the same as mine so i could be evaluating them out of my own ego structure or belief system when they're doing doing honor to me but it's not the, the terms that i think so you got to be open-minded and, and tolerant of one another the other thing you want to remember is when we have disputes you need to remember that you have part of the lesson in there and it's just not the other person doing something to you so it's really valuable to accept one another and to roll with it as quickly as you can and, and to see what you need to learn about it right instead of just pointing fingers you know so many times in basically any relationship i've seen uh not just my own but hundreds and, th- and even thousands is um you must be willing to get off of it and they must be willing to get off of it and, you know, if you got enough love and enough quality of character for maturity, you can keep moving past where it wants to get stuck. Every step that you move past that is character building soul growth. That is <laughs> what you take. That's the bank of heaven. That's what you take with you. And you don't take much of anything else. But where you get past these sticky points that's the gift you give your relationship, you give yourself, and you give your source. It's really worth it. And it's not easy. It's vulnerable. you got to really risk. And you got to be big enough to forgive and not demand, you know, okay, you hurt me so much, so I have to hurt you so much. you got to be big enough to get past that. Hmm. That's really good maturing stuff. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle expert, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. And if you'd like to call in for a reading, there's still time, 1-800-336-2225. So 
you know, this isn't easy a lot of times. You got a boss that's just a jerk. You got got a mate that you have just key areas where you always get tangled up. A child or a parent or whatever, a friend, and they always go off on a certain thing. This is not easy. However, if you will take it to task that this is in your life for your benefit, if you will find the best way to solve it and keep after it like this badger that never lets it go, be a badger against the lesser ways of handling it, against the problems, and badger it until you find the solution and put things right. Then I want to tell you, you win. You win. Everyone wins. That's just perfect. That's exactly right on. Next one. When you realize you've made a mistake, take immediate steps to correct it. Oh, baby, it's easier to say I'm sorry right now than it is two days from now. I mean, just, and you know, there's nothing more wonderfully humbling than going, boy, I was wrong about that. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like you won't bruise your tongue, I promise. You won't bruise anything by saying, I'm sorry, I was wrong. Boy, sometimes those are the hardest words. And the only reason they're hard is because our ego is inside grumbling. We, I don't know, we watch a movie every night and there's always these scenes that pop into mind, but, oh, I know the, the Bagger Vance, yeah, what was yeah, that? Yeah. And she's making, uh, what is the movie? The Legend of Bagger Vance. Right. And she's making an apology. And she, and it was a miserable apology. She says, do you want it? He says, no, I think I'll pass on this yeah, one. Yeah, she beats him up pretty good with that apology. <laughs> He's yeah. going, this is an apology? <laughs> so, you know, if you can apologize or say you're sorry, as soon as you know you have a problem and, and you know, do it in the right way for the circumstances, you don't lose closeness and intimacy and friendship, and you don't lose time. You can you can lose a year with a person, an enriching relationship. You can use a year, lose a year if you don't say you're sorry and clear it. And sometimes you don't say you're sorry, and and you know you don't want them to press you. Well, you let's say you have a good friendship, and you don't say you're sorry, and you should. It, let's say the friendship could be. A hundred percent wonderful. Well, let's say because you don't say you're sorry, you only get ninety percent of that. Yeah, it lingers. Yeah, that whole time it's never yeah. as authentic as it could be because it's got that. You don't get to go to the next level, and you can call yourself a big sucker, a big fool, because that's what you or me or anyone else, when we don't set it straight as soon as we can, that's what we are. Needlessly. <laughs> You know, if you want to keep getting more humble, which, you know, humbleness is certainly the path to enlightenment, one of them. It's, I'm it's sorry. Essential. <laughs> I'm sorry is a powerful tool. You know, it's sort of like, well, I, you know, I really don't want to apologize. Well, do you want to move along this path to enlightenment? Yes, then do it and move on. You, you know, just think. You, you didn't say you're sorry. You knew you, you knew you did something off. Every second from that point on is is has destruction in it, and the amount of closeness you had has distance in it from yourself and from that other person. It's not worth it. So find a way. Sometimes you have to work it, but you know just don't let it sit in in a mess in a stew. Keep working at it. Sometimes, you know, I know I have to keep play acting it and working it out until I finally get a way where I can gracefully de deliver it and have the courage to deliver it when I'm embarrassed or something, and then deliver it. 
and you know, but you're working at it all the time instead of you just sort of let it sit and wait till it's convenient and it's never convenient and you never get that relationship back again. It's not worth it. You're worth more than that. Open your arms to change, but don't let go of your values. There's so many times change. You know, this is really, you know, your values to me is sort of like don't lose your center. And people are losing. I mean, people have lost their center a lot. And they're not thinking and paying attention and they're changing all, they're following fads this way and that way instead of following their center. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Today we're talking about the Dalai Lama's instructions for life. If you'd like to call in for a healing reading, uh, 1-800-336-2225. You know, we're talking about um, change versus, and you know, be willing to change, but don't lose your values. So the policy that goes with willing to change, I'll try anything once. The policy that goes with not losing your value, I'll consider everything once and see if it matches up with my values and is right for me. So you won't try everything once, but you will consider it, which means you're willing to change, but you're not going to lose your values. I hear a lot of people say, I'll try everything, anything once, which, you know what, you know, for, Bad policy. for thrill seekers or whatever, you know, and it's not, you say it's open-minded, well, how do you know unless you try it? Well, there's an inner sense, like, you know, that's a little dangerous. Like, you know, some drugs are dangerous, or some situations to get into are really dangerous, so I'm not going to go try those things. You know, I care about my future, and I care about the building blocks, and so I'm going to, you know, I stretch. You know, I'm going to stretch, but I'm not going to go where it doesn't seem to resonate right just because I want to try everything. Next one, remember that silence is sometimes the best answer. (laughs) Boy, isn't that true? That's another ego tamer. You know, a lot of what he's doing here is ego taming. Yeah. You know, from many different directions. And sometimes, you know, you just, you gotta bite your tongue not to say something, but really keeping your mouth shut is the smartest thing to do. You know, like, let's say you're having an argument and it gets down to who gets the last word. There's where silence is golden. It's, it's the wisest move. We also noticed when we had our store, we noticed that most of all there, some people came in and, and they wanted to open up and just, uh, shoot the breeze and, uh, kill time with you. And so if you didn't open up and speak much to them, they would go, well, this isn't fun. You wouldn't see them there again. But if you did, they would be there every day for every day for months and months and months. So you got to go, is this wise to open up and and share? Or does it, even though it seems a little rude, maybe I should just tuck in and not open and engage much because this person will take it as a sign to Let's see, get all my information, get all my energy, take all my time. And frankly, I got other things I want to do with my time. Uh, no disrespect to the person, but you know, I don't want to, I don't choose to spend all my time with this person and their agenda. It's true. We have to be wise with our energy. I love this one. Live a good, honorable life. Then when you get older and think back, you'll be able to enjoy it a second time around. You know, that's really true. It is really true. And I, I wonder for people, are you passing up, are you passing up those opportunities that later on you're going to say, geez, I wish I had done that? 
This isn't necessarily the easiest path, but it's nope. the truest path. Yep. Most challenging quite often. And what was one of the first ones? You know, anything worthwhile? Uh, uh, any Take into account that great love and great achievements involve great risk. So there you have it right there. Exactly. And I'll tell you, it's worth taking the risk. Don't don't live your life and say, I wish I had. Don't ever We're do that. We're not talking foolish. We're talking no. about, you know, life is offering you something, and if you were a wholesome person, you'd grab it. Well, make yourself a wholesome person and grab it. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts. Today we're talking about the Dalai Lama's instructions for life. Don't forget to catch us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Check out our website, MasteringOurselves.com. Our, our, our archives are now available at TalkZone, which you can uh, click on to from our website, MasteringOurselves.com. Stay with us. we got more. Mastering Ourselves co-host Keith Amber has done thousands of psychic soul healings over the past 36 years. As a healer and co-host on Mastering Ourselves, Keith offers profound insights that assist you in moving forward in your own life through your own trials and challenges. During Keith's private healings and on the show Mastering Ourselves, many of life's mysteries are explained with the help of the amazing spirit guides of light. Find out what others have to say about Keith's life-altering healings at MasteringOurselves.com. 